0: Massive show today, absolutely packed. A special prosecutor appointed for Alec Baldwin. Georgia Maloney, Ital- Italy's first female prime minister. Oath Keepers filing a motion to reveal the identities of federal informants. I can't even impress upon you how much you need not only to listen to this show, but share it with us. This is the one to share. This is the one to share. But I also have to remind you about the great reset booklet and docu series that we have up now at tposa.com slash reset go to tposa.com for a donation of any dollar amount you will get access to the defeating the great reset booklet 50 pages on how to take them down and take our countries back and then go check out episode one of the great global reset with myself and the amazing morgan Zegers. check it out tposa.com slash reset well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard tonight's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today is September 26, 2022, Anno Domini. Today's top headlines The Santa Fe District Attorney says that Alec Baldwin is likely to face charges, potentially manslaughter, and a special prosecutor has been appointed. Next, conservative populist Georgia Maloney is set to be Italy's first female prime minister in history. Third, a new update in the J6 trials, a defense attorneys for the Oath Keepers' case have filed a motion to reveal identities of federal informants. We'll break it down. And finally, President Biden's FBI has raided a pro-life activist and his family in rural Pennsylvania. All this and more ahead, human events daily.
1: Wants it very dramatic and very sudden kind of sneak up on them. I take the gun out, and as I take, as as it clears, as the barrel clears I turn and cock the gun over here. I turn and cock the gun, the gun goes off. It's supposed to be a cold gun. I'm here to tell you, to testify that every time we've done this, she's done it right. She cleaned the barrel, made sure nothing was lodged in there. We went hot when they were ready. You always announce going hot. Crew gets ready. And then all of a sudden you're the camera and I shoot away from you. I sit there, and I'm like, bang, bang, bang. And flashes are coming out, we shoot the rounds. She cleans the barrel every time and she checks that the, the rounds are all cosmetic rounds for the, or nothing in the chamber for the rehearsal. She hands me the gun. I'm assuming she's done it the right way. She's done it in the last two weeks. I put it in the holster. I pull it out slow, We're rehearsing, without filming anything. I pull it out slow, turn, cock the pistol, bang, it goes off and she hits the ground. And then he starts screaming.
0: Well, 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 Mr. Alec Baldwin, you know, just the other day, I was thinking to myself, I said, self, it's been almost a year since Alec Baldwin shot and killed his female co-worker at work, while at work in Santa Fe, and nothing has happened. No updates. He's run around scot-free. There's even, there's even discussion of him. Doing other movies, filming other movies. Wife's pregnant, by the way, I think it's number six or number seven. Okay, congratulations on that. But here's the thing. In the upside down regime world that we live in, the regime clown world that we live in, murdering your own coworker, even when it's a female, even when she's a Ukrainian female, a woman, isn't as bad as having up a tweet that's considered racist or saying that you're against abortion or saying that you stand up for the rights of children or the rights of churches, the rights of religious. No, no, no. If you say, or if you say, my gosh, that you're not for mass immigration, all of those things completely verboten. They are completely verboten. President Trump's home gets raided. Alec Baldwin, no raids whatsoever. But thank goodness, thank goodness Alec Baldwin didn't have a tweet up where he said a naughty word that could be considered racist. No, no, no. Because then we would have to care so much. But now it's like, eh, he just killed someone he didn't mean to. No big deal. Well, here's the problem. In a massive win for the rule of law, if this takes place, and, and it looks like it might, based on what we're seeing, the Santa Fe District Attorney, Mary Carmack Atwise, has just petitioned the state government of New Mexico saying, I need more funding and I need a special prosecutor Because we're going to be going up against high-powered lawyers in a possible defense situation, prosecution situation for her, that's coming up soon in Santa Fe. And what is it? Well, she wrote in this letter, one of the possible defendants is well-known movie actor Alec Baldwin. Yes, that's right. Charges are likely to be filed for Alec Baldwin. So the Santa Fe DA just put in a request for a special prosecutor because she is going after Alec Baldwin. And now here's the thing. This isn't like New York State where they're going after President Trump just because. No, no, no. Alec Baldwin, we know from the FBI ballistics evidence. And we're going to have to double check those, by the way, because it was FBI. But we'll double check. And a lot of people pointed this out. That gun can't be fired unless you pull the trigger. It don't work that way. That's not how guns worked in the Old West. And it ain't how they work now. Sorry, Hollywood. Alec Baldwin killed somebody. Now, here's the thing. Let's go through this. The New Mexico statute, Chapter 30, Criminal Offenses, Article 2, Homicide 321, 321 through 329, Section 323, Manslaughter. Involuntary manslaughter consists of manslaughter committed in the commission of an unlawful act not amounting to a felony, or in the commission of a lawful act which might produce death in an unlawful matter without due. Caution and circumspection. Whoever commits involuntary manslaughter is guilty of a fourth degree felony. Alec Baldwin is about to get charged with a felony. And you better believe that human events. We might have to go. I don't know. Producer. Producer Anthony. Producer Dev. We might have to go all the way to Santa Fe. Beating a bunch of green chili on this one. I want to cover this case in full Detail, because they're going to try to do everything they can to get him off. Alec Baldwin, you're not getting away this time. So I was climbing Masada the other day on the banks of the Dead Sea. No, seriously, I was. I was, and I've been talking about this, and I've been telling to everybody. I said, "Did you climb Masada? Did you take the cable car?" No, I took. I climbed. I didn't take the cable. My kids took the cable car. The children took the cable car. The toddlers, me, no, myself, my brother, videographer we have with us, Drew. We climbed Masada. And I knew that I would be able to climb Masada in comfort. Despite it being summertime, despite it being the middle of the desert, despite it being right off the Dead Sea. Why? Because I was wearing my undertax. My great undertax all the way up. Now the Romans, they climbed up a platform they had on the other side. So the Romans climbed to the top of Masada in their Roman armor, but not me. Because that Roman armor does not look comfortable. It does not look comfortable. Like it's antimicrobial, anti pilling, and moisture wicking. But guess what? My undertax absolutely are because my undertax are high quality. That Roman armor, it's not durable, it's not ultra light, it's not shrink resistant. My undertax, guess what? One hundred percent, and the best part is, my undertacks are still available today. Roman armor, not so much. How do you get them? You go to getundertack dot com. That's getundertack dot com. Right now, when you buy three, you get one free, but only with promo code POSO. P O S O. Support a great American company that is pro America, pro two A, and pro military. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Getundertack dot com. That's getundertack dot com. Promo code POSO. Link in the description.
2: Our uh, main enemy today is the globalist drift of those who view identity in all its forms to be an evil to be overcome, and constantly acts to shift real power away from the people to supranational entities headed by supposedly enlightened elites. Let us, be clearly, uh, let us bear this clearly in uh, our mind because we did not fight against and defeat communism in order to replace it with a new internationalist regime, but to permit independent nation states once again to defend the freedom, identity, and sovereignty of their peoples.
0: Congratulations to Giorgio Maloney, the prime minister-elect, in a sense, of Italy, the first time breaking the glass ceiling. Hashtag I'm with her. Ladies and gentlemen, what we can say is, nevertheless, she persisted. (laughs) Nevertheless, she persisted. Georgia Maloney coming in at the head of a pro-family, pro-God, pro-country platform in Italy. These ideas, the ideas of the conservative populist movement, the ideas of the new right are sweeping the world. And you need to understand why, because she has identified very succinctly, very, very succinctly, the agenda that is being pushed by the European Union, by Brussels, by Davos, by the World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization and so many others that is anti family, that is anti human by the way, and that is anti-nation. The idea is, from their perspective, that they want you to not have families, and then when your birth rates plummet, they're going to say, oh, we need to open the borders for mass immigration. And the idea then becomes the only way to backfill, right, the people that you thought you were going to have because the birth rates have all gone down. We couldn't possibly set up a situation economically and socially for people to have more families and thus have more children. By the way, imagine it. Italy doesn't have enough kids. Italy, right? Italy, like like, like Rome and Naples and stuff. What else are you doing? Like if, if you know any Italian family, you know they all have kids, right? Right, I'm from the Philly area, so believe me. Uh, I know the Italian families, they all have kids. But Italy, it's true. In the country of Italy, back in the home country, the old country, they're not having enough kids. Sicily, come on, Genoa, get it together. Well, it looks like they are, it looks like they are. But the idea is then, and AOC's been out there talking about this, by the way. Not, sp- not for Italy, but she's talking about it for America. She said, well, we need more, of it, more immigrants I and mean, we need as many people as possible because we're not having enough kids. She doesn't have kids herself, by the way. George Maloney does, big difference. Merkel, so, Merkel Kamala Harris, some of these people, no kids. Well, here's the thing, okay? What if we don't want that, because what that creates is a downward spiral of low wages, because when you keep mass importing workers competing for low wage jobs, you're keeping the wages down and you're going to keep it down perpetually. And when the wages stay down perpetually, people aren't going to be able to have families because they won't be able to afford them. They won't be able to afford homes. They won't be able to afford larger cars that you would need for a larger family. They won't be able to afford food. They won't be able to afford education, et cetera, et cetera. You should be able to live. You should be able to live and have a family and afford a family on a single parent income. say that again. You should be able, in every every country, to be able to raise a family on a single parent income. I'm not the first person who said that lately, but I think this is one of the driving causes of the new right and one of the causes for the success of the new right. One of the reasons for that is that we are not centered on these insane ideals like globalism, mass communitarianism, which is really just mass communism under a different name. We don't pledge allegiance to the United Nations. We pledge allegiance to the flag of our country. And so when Italy goes and supports the policies of being Italy first, then I can understand that. I can understand why Americans would then be supporting candidates who are America first, because it's about putting your, the needs of your country and the needs of your people first. It doesn't mean you hate the rest of the world. Let's go back to the border wall. Let's explain this. You don't lock your door at night because you hate the people outside your house. You lock the door at night because you love the people inside.
3: That attack, that siege, was criminal behavior, plain and simple. And it's behavior that we, the FBI, view as domestic terrorism. It's got no place in our democracy. And tolerating it would make a mockery of our nation's rule of law. The rule of law, of course, is our country's bedrock and it's our guiding principle at the FBI. That's why the FBI has been working day and night across the country to track down those responsible for the events of January 6th and to hold them accountable. We're chasing down leads. We're reviewing evidence, combing through digital media to identify, investigate, and arrest anyone who broke the law that day. And our greatest partner, in this investigation has been the American people themselves, your constituents. Citizens from around the country have sent us more than 270,000 digital media tips. Some have even taken the painful step of turning in their friends or their family members. But with their help, we've identified hundreds of suspects and opened hundreds of investigations in all but one of our 56 field offices.
0: Now fifty-six field offices and we we view that as see that's Chris Ray, by the way, for the, the folks on the on the podcast. Um, if you have any questions or comments about Chris Ray, by the way, if you're any whistleblowers out there, send us your emails, liberty at tposa.com. By the way, TPOSA, huge, huge whistleblower special just dropped over at Rumble. I've been posting about it on Twitter. You can go see it at TPUSA, on Getter, on Truth. They're probably going to ban it on Twitter, so make sure you go watch that on Getter Truth. It's at the Rumble. Um, Huge FBI whistleblower specials. But if you want to be a whistleblower yourself, send me an email, liberty at tpusa.com. That being said. So that's Chris Ray up there giving his opinion. Well, that was a siege. A siege of the Capitol, really? Were you you reduced to eating rats and and rodents and, and, and large spiders? for days weeks and months while inside the Capitol, or was it a couple of hours that were admittedly bad but it wasn't a terrorist attack and it wasn't a siege and it certainly wasn't an insurrection and oh by the way i believe humanevents.com and Human Events daily broke the story last week that there were federal informants within the oath keepers and that those federal informants are now being called to testify at the trial for January 6th and the defendants. Now, there's been an update in that. So we talked about before, remember last week the story was that the government was trying to conceal the identities and all the information about the informants, but they had to admit that there were what they call confidential human sources involved in this thing. Remember, they told us we were crazy for having thought that there might be informants or federal informants involved with the Oath Keepers. We've seen it done a million times. I was there that day. I remember seeing agitators. I don't know who they were. I have no idea. But I can ask a question. I can be a rational thinking human being and ask the question of my government. Were there informants here? Yes or no? Let me know. Simple question. I've been on the other side of that table, by the way, in the intel community. So yeah, I'm going to ask the question. Well, here's a new motion from the defense side now. The defense side is saying, no, we want the identities to be revealed. So here's what it says. The government seeks to limit the inquiry into the identities, actions and communications of the confidential human sources. Remember, confidential human sources, that's informants employed by the FBI during its investigation, including the defendants out of concern of safety for those individuals. The defendants are before this court with their liberty at stake. The government has paid individuals. To collect, collect and gather information and evidence about the Oath Keepers and their defendants. The government has made use of some of that information, although the government has disclosed to the defense, only after being ordered so, the activities of five. So now we know there's five confidential human sources that only one is willing to testify. Really? Is that how it works? Well, now the government has lifted, i still reading, has riff- lifted its veil on its use of confidential human sources in this case, a fact that has been concealed from public knowledge by another protective order. So they had a gag on this. They had it sealed. None of them, they're saying, posted evidence of guilt. So they want to know. They want to know exactly everything that has gone on by this. They don't want you to cherry pick. They want all the evidence out there, and they want all federal informants, not just to come clean, but also to appear and testify. And remember, under the Sixth Amendment, you have a right to face your accuser, in court. That's why we love due process, folks. That's why, personally, I've always been against perp walks. I've said that for everybody, not just Steve Bannon. I said the same for Epstein and Weinstein. Against perp walks for due process. But how many of us avoid coming down here? I'm not pointing any fingers. Days like today are necessary. Marches are necessary to raise national awareness. But being here, intervening in the last moments of a child's life, are the most critical thing that we can do with our day, our time, our year. It is the reason why we are here today. I've had the privilege of being here when women have said yes to life, and I've also had the privilege of experiencing the rejection of that love and mercy. I say privilege because there's no greater thing I've ever done in my life than saying yes to being a catalyst or an instrument in the hand of God, the Holy Spirit, in helping a pre-born child leave this facility alive. Amen. So that's Mark Hauk. Mark Hauk is pro-life leader, activist out of Pennsylvania, Bucks County, Pennsylvania. Well, this weekend, Friday morning, Mark Hauk at 7.15 in the morning had his home raided. His seven children screaming by an FBI SWAT team sent by President Biden's thugs at the FBI, Merrick Garland and Chris Ray's thugs, they're not going after the child traffickers. They're not going after the sex slavers on the border. They don't even care about the border. They're going after people like Mark Houck. Mark Houck, who stood up to say that he was against the moral scourge that is abortion, the killing of innocent life, the dismemberment of children, that's going on in this country every single day. And why? Because he got into an altercation with a pro-abortion supporter who was there, volunteer to Planned Parenthood, who was targeting his son. Mark went over to, to defend his son. This happened a year ago. And it got physical. Now... Hauk has been charged for a shove, mind you, a shove. He's been charged under federal law. Why? Because there is a federal law protecting Planned Parenthood abortion clinics. What is it called? Freedom of access to clinic entrances, which makes it a federal crime to use force with the intent to injure, intimidate, or interfere with anyone because that person is a provider of reproductive health care. That's the law in this country. That if you interfere with anyone physically, even if that person is physical to you. And keep in mind, they know that. They have a law on their side in this country, in this land. Will conservatives leader will conservative leaders do anything ever about that law? I don't know. I've no idea. But it's amazing to me that we have a law that's based on something that isn't even in the Constitution because there is no such thing as reproductive health care in our Constitution at the federal level. It's not there. So how do we have a federal law defending it when it's not actually in there? When people can interfere with your freedom of speech, people can interfere with your freedom of the Second Amendment all day long. Red flag laws and everything else out there, the censorship that's rampant. But no, this is the regime we live under, the regime that says if someone gets in your face... If they're an abortion supporter, there's nothing you can do about it or they will raid you with 15 SWAT agents in Pennsylvania, rural Pennsylvania, rural part of Bucks County on a Friday morning while your children are screaming and there's nothing you can do about it. The Attorney General of Pennsylvania, Josh Shapiro, not a word, doesn't care, couldn't care less. Attorney General of the United States, so happy right now. They're all in it together, every single one of them. And that is all the time we have tonight. Human Events Daily. Remember, as always, our promise, our oath, our solemn vow to you be good, be brief, be gone. Your homework for us. Share this out with one, just one of your normal friends. Leave us your five star review, Apple, Spotify, wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. What did we talk about tonight? Santa Fe DA, big news, big update. Seriously, actually, big update here. Alec Baldwin likely to face charges and a special prosecutor has been appointed. Next. The conservative populist Georgia Maloney, is set to be an Italy's first female PM. What can I say other than bravissima? Next, an update. The district or the defense attorneys in the Oath Keeper case have filed a new motion to reveal the identities of federal informants. And finally, President Biden's FBI raiding a pro-life activist in rural Pennsylvania. This is a massive show for a Monday. Okay, huge, huge, massive show. But we're in this. You better lock in because it's only going to get bigger and bigger and bigger as we move through this fall. The energy is building. All the momentum is hurtling towards a confrontation, potentially even a constitutional crisis. As the forces of normality go up against the revolutionary forces of the revolutionary regime that is now in power. And we will prevail. The people will prevail. But i got to mention, today's moment in history, September 26, 1984, the U.K. allowing Hong Kong to revert to the People's Republic of China, the CCP. They made the decision because they thought China would play ball and be fair. Boy, that was stupid. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.